Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show brought to you by Fivo. I should say, welcome back. We took a little break after the Super Bowl because your host here needed a couple days off. But now we are back. The NFL Combine is next week, and I am joined by the great Tim Kawakami of The Athletic, the talented, great, amazing, funny, all the things. Tim Kawakami, welcome back to the show, Tim. Good, good thing you didn't get that mediocre Tim Kawakami. That, that's not a good guess, but the great one, we'll see. We'll, we'll see if that happens. But glad to well, be I on text- with the great, the great Tracy Sandler, of course. <laughs> I texted the mediocre Tim Kawakami first. And he was like, of course I could come on. And then I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Rob. Yeah, yeah, that guy's a little, 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 little cheaper uh, to get on the air than this one. But uh, we'll see. You might, you might want him back at some point. You might go, you know what? That might have been better. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. Well, the show is on twice a week, so I always guess. So, you know, sometimes you just can't be picky. But, Tim, we are into another 49ers offseason with the 49ers' favorite thing in the world. Can't get away from dating it. Dating back to Joe Montana and Steve Young. Quarterback trauma. Yeah. It is not a 49ers' offseason without some sort of quarterback drama, storyline, etc. To recap for the listeners and watchers on YouTube, Brock Purdy toward UCL was supposed to have surgery this week that has been postponed. They will reconvene in early March. In theory, he'd still be ready for the 2023 season. Trey Lance right now, if that's all true, maybe the presumptive backup, but maybe not. Jimmy Garoppolo, a free agent. You, you probably know my favorite super hot take is that Jimmy Garoppolo will be on this team till the end of time. <laughs> like we will all be long gone and Jimmy Garoppolo will still be a member of the 49ers. But Tim, what, what say you about all this fun quarterback combo? Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. You know what? It looked like it might not be a drama going in this season. It felt like Brock Purdy was going to be the guy that was the perfect quarterback for Kyle. We just saw how that those two vibed together. We saw how the offense took off in a way that we've never seen any 49ers. You know, they played vicious. They played solid. They played physical offense. They haven't played like this where they're putting up 34, 35, 36 points a game. Well, that's pretty games, 5 no to and the regular season, it was really good in the game. We jumped in for Garoppolo in the Miami game. Anyway, it just felt like this was the guy. I don't think anybody on the team was really denying it. Even the players in the locker room who loved Jimmy just kind of felt that it had shifted. And one mm-hmm. thing happened in Philadelphia. One little, tiny, little thing happened. Or Hassan Reddick uh, gets around Tyler Croft, bangs into Brock Purdy's arm, screws up his elbow, 
And everything that's happened since has kind of weakened the belief that there is a set, set, guaranteed path here. Not because of any intent by the 49ers. I think the intent is Brock Purdy. I'm, I just, I just you were in Seattle for that first road game that Brock Purdy played, and the reaction mm-hmm. in there was just from executives, from players, from Kyle Shanahan. Like this is the guy. They got their guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. If his elbow, I mean, even, you know, right after the game, it was on an NFC Championship game. It wasn't known like, what kind of surgery is he going to need? How, how, how bad is it? And to, okay, wait a minute, it's a full tear to, okay, it's going to be February 22nd. If it's a six month, it, you know, repair, not a reconstruction. And that puts him right on the borderline. Of, you know, and now this push, push it back a little bit. That pushes into the borderline of, let's face it, it puts the borderline of the season starting mm-hmm. that moves Trey Lance up like you know they didn't have to declare anything about this why would you you don't know but the kind of un, was unofficial official was that it was Brock Purdy then Trey Lance at this point don't know and, and Trey Lance has to be healthy too so it's that's another good point yeah, continued drama I just you know I, I went into it on that Wednesday press conference we had after the NFC championship game I asked how can you possibly go into a season when you ran out of quarterbacks in your last game, and it was kind of a big game with just with two young quarterbacks, both of them in, currently injured. And he said, yeah, you know, like, I think we got two starters. I think that was a brave face. I think that was, you know, them not knowing what the alternatives, I think was Kyle being a little pissy. <laughs> That's okay. I never mind that. Maybe not just a little pissy either. Uh, <laughs> and I think they're going to get another, they need another quarterback and they're going to yeah, probably yeah. get another quarterback and then just kind of figure, you know, they don't have to announce anything. That's the point of this. You don't know if they had to announce something. If they knew Brock Purdy was healthy, it would be Brock Purdy. None of that is no. Uh, but of course, as I pointed out in my call, I'm like the last time we thought the 49ers weren't going to have a drama quarterback was after 2019 season. They get to the Super Bowl and then they almost signed Tom Brady. So who the mm-hmm. hell knows with them? They just are immersed in quarterback drama. You just got to get used to it, Trace. Just, just, just you know, content, 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 and the 49ers never fail to give us content. They never fail. And honestly, I don't even know what I would do with an offseason with that quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even know what to do. I would be confused by all of this. But I felt like you going to the NFC Championship game. This is Brock Purdy's team. It's not even a question. You see how Kyle Shanahan trusts Brock Purdy in a way we've never nope. seen him trust nope. one of his starting quarterbacks. <laughs> and then this happens. I agree with you. They are going to have to get a veteran. I do think my scorching hot take of Jimmy Garoppolo being on this team until the end of time is probably not <laughs> yeah. going to be the case. Hey, until proven otherwise. But, uh, but <laughs> no, I think I, I think Kyle Shanahan is proving otherwise. I'll, I'll put it that way. I think so. And I also think Jimmy Garoppolo would like to take himself out of this Brock Purdy, Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance love triangle that <laughs> we've, we've been seeing. I think he could move on elsewhere and it, it definitely is time. But they are going to have to bring Someone else said you brought something up that I think is worth mentioning too. That Trey Lance also has to be healthy. And I think the thing with Trey Lance that bears mentioning, and I, I hate the narrative of a, a player can't stay healthy. It is football and it's not their fault and things happen. So I take that out of it. But, but one of the things with Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers are pretty open about this is one of the reasons that they wanted to move on initially was because of his health. And we've seen Trey Lance, really struggle in that situation. His first preseason as a rookie, he got injured in the first, in the game against Arizona, where he came in for an injured Jimmy Garoppolo, he got injured. 
then this year we seem to get. So health is an issue all the way around. Again, it is football, but it goes back to they're going to have to bring in another quarterback. I mean, maybe two. I mean, really Four, maybe five of them. Uh, you know how they always have such a full running back room? Yeah. They should turn Just, that yeah, into such whole, a running back, running back, running back, running back, running back. Well, I, I think there is a larger concern with Trey Lance because the, maybe the way he has to play is going to get him hurt. You know, big hubbub mm-hmm. about how dare you run a quarterback inside. That's You're trying to get him hurt, you know, which I thought was, you know, ridiculous. This is just the way I think they have to, you know, play if Trey Lance is a quarterback. He has not proven he can be the scan the field distributor the way that Garoppolo was and Purdy was even in a higher form. And he wasn't a guy who can get around the corner. I think they really thought Trey Lance was a guy who can get around the edge. You know, we've seen Justin Fields do it. We've seen Lamar Jackson do it. Mm-hmm. We've seen, you know, Josh Allen do that. Like the, an athlete who can get past linebackers and maybe run over safeties or run through safeties. And Trey Lance has not done that. Like, you know, as a rookie, they obviously had him run a ton in a second, you know, in his two games as, and they were thinking of him being this multiple option and, and, Shanahan has since said, you know, in the two quarterback situation, he went away from that. And Shanahan was just because my play calling, I just didn't feel the rhythm of it, which I think was true. I also think he wasn't that different athletically from Jimmy Garoppolo, where, I mean, better, but not like, oh my God, this is Lamar Jackson and he's going to score a touchdown every time. That wasn't Trey. And and I think that might have been one miscalculation. One, you know, they couldn't really judge that based on his very limited college uh, experience. And, they had to run him inside to get to, you know, when he's this season or this list pre, this pre one that just ended the two games. He started he ran 16 times. Uh, that's a lot. And I didn't even remember it being that much. Again, the Chicago game was bizarre, but they were going to run a ball with, with Trey Lance. Like just, just that's what they were going to do. And it was not going to be the outside stuff. He just, we go back to the Arizona game where he just could not, he get pulverized in that game because he couldn't get around people. He was having to try to turn the corner into them and they were going right through him happened how he got injured uh, in Seattle again the Seattle game at at, at uh, Levi Stadium it just the, that is going to be difficult if if he can't get outside then he has to be a pure pocket quarterback or you know pocket quarterback with scrambling abilities not run first quarterback and Which that's, is not, that's not what, that, what Brock is yeah but Brock, Brock Purdy is better than him at that and Brock Purdy is better at it yes and <laughs> also like that wasn't why they drafted him right they drafted him to be this uh, this dual threat so that that puts the Trey Lance situation, I think, you know, like I, that's why I don't think he's going to be the starting quarterback next season. Uh, he, I, I predicted that he's going to have a very good offseason. I think there's a lot on the line for him to have a very good offseason for his career, for the 49ers development, for them to have somebody, you know, real behind Brock Purdy if they don't sign a veteran, even if they do sign a veteran. I think they need three quarterbacks. But I think there was some concern about him athletically. And as I keep saying, he couldn't get around the corner before he broke his ankle. I am not guessing that breaking his ankle is going to make him be able to get around the corner even more. It's going to limit him. And I, I, one of the pieces I did this week was just looking at the predictions we made and how many yards would he gain and whatever. It was, I mean, obviously, it was only played five quarters. But in five quarters, he ran 16 times, four yards a carry, Trace. Like a quarterback cannot get four yards a carry. That cannot. You can't have him beat Jerome Bettis. Like he's got to be getting seven. Justin Fields ran a ton. He gained seven yards of carry. Like you've got to have, your quarterback's got to be running through the secondary. He can't be trying to get that fourth yard by pile driving a linebacker because then he's not going to be playing very much. And we saw it there. Like that's the overall concern with Trey Lance. That's the why 
you know, you and I and everyone who's watched this team agrees that Brock Purdy is the unofficial incumbent, but again, he could be unhealthy. And then, and then we'll see what camp is. And I think camp's going to start with Trey Lance as taking that first drill, unless it's Tom Brady or, or whoever. Would you mind Tom Brady, Trace? I don't know. I'm trying to wonder, like, would Tracy's family mind if Tom Brady was a 49 quarterback? I think Tom Brady, it's, he retired again. He should stay retired. It's time. <laughs> I, I had thought before Tom Brady retired and I had Kyle Madsen on this podcast. So we came up with the perfect scenario for the 49ers. And then two days later, Tom Brady. Retired. I wrote that. I, I wrote it, but he did wait until after the podcast aired. And I did appreciate <laughs> that, but so that was very helpful. But you know, I, I thought before you could sell it because you'd have Brock coming off the injury. He signed, they signed him for one year. You basically have Brock Purdy and say you, you're Tom Brady's backup. And then you're the guy and you're going to give you plenty of time to recover, blah, blah, blah. That didn't happen, but you know, I, I don't want to make like a big prediction now, but like, does Brock Purdy start camp on the pup list? And then does it get pushed? Did it gets pushed? And like the first month of the season is Trey Lance. But I think for the 49ers sake, they certainly hope not. Uh, I just have seen this movie with this team, (laughs) not just with quarterbacks, but with injuries generally. Uh, Wait a minute. He might get the Tommy John too, right? I mean, uh, that's not the other thing. That of course changes it. If, if they go in there, let's say, let's pretend they reconvene in early March, which is basically next week and or the, uh, the week after, and they go in there, they do the surgery, and he's like, and the doctor's like, he needs Tommy John surgery. Then, then he's out the entire year, and that of course changes everything. Just a bit, just a bit. Uh, you know, then that, does Jimmy Garoppolo yeah, stay on this team? Yeah. That's my question. If that happens, does Jimmy Garoppolo stay? <laughs> That's all right. Hilariously, he does fit that model of a guy you could put seamlessly in, and you wouldn't be betting everything on him, and he could win you games. He's proven that, just like last season. Uh, but I think the more you look back on it, it was unbelievable that they got away with it last season on both sides. That, that yeah. Garoppolo would want to come back at that point and that the 49ers would want him back. It just was this weird moment when these mm-hmm. two kind of, you know, independent entities who have been together before separated, decided they could, it would be the best thing for them to join together again. It is not going to happen. I have been told it is not going to happen again. And Kyle Shanahan said there was no scenario he could see. Uh, again, cranky I Kyle. Yeah, there probably is a scenario, but I, I have been like, that was, I, I just no, I cannot see Jimmy Garoppolo walking back in there and saying, you know what? I'll go play for six games and wait for, you know, I, I could do that. And then, you know, no, the you- only way would be, I, I would say the only scenario is if Brock has to have Tommy John surgery yeah. and then he's out all of 2023. But again, it's probably, it's not going to be because also I think Jimmy would like to go somewhere where he can sign a three-year deal for $30 million a year and not have to think about this. He again. is not in my understanding. He has no interest to return to the four Niners. Now last season, I think it was more like, hey, they don't want me. They're moving on to Trey. I get it. I don't love it. But like, it wasn't right. like, I'm not going to say bitter because I'll get aggregated and who wants to do that. But And I've been aggregated enough on this stuff. But I'll just <laughs> say my understanding is when he left the, that lot, the player's parking lot before the media came in on the wrap-up day, that was intentional and it was not surprising. Yeah. He does not want to be on the 49ers anymore. And I don't think they want him. Just... Not it again. That's going to get. And I actually but, yeah. don't blame. Yeah. I don't blame it, it, the, the relationship has 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 had run its course. Let's just put it that yeah. way. And yes, I I would agree with and that. It probably ran its just, course like four weeks before we actually knew it ran its course. I'll put it, you know. And, I think that that is probably true. I think there are a lot of 
things, but bygones, it's over. But I, I, like I said, <laughs> if they I were to drop a quarterback who they could use right now, though, and I'm kind of splitting the difference. We don't know. We'll know when you know he has Tommy John or not, or whatever the surgeries uh, announced as. But leading into it, I'm kind of splitting the difference, like not knowing whether it's going to be six months or a year. I'm just kind of thinking nine months, you know, or eight months. Okay. You know, so that's how I'm approaching it now. Four Niners don't have, you know, they'll have the knowledge before March 15 when free agency starts. But in my opinion, even if he has the the, the repair, the the lesser you know, surgery with a six month timetable, which brings him to late August, which is right before the start of the season. What did uh, I say? Yeah, yeah. Plus, and who's misses the first month? Yeah, and, and it's just like the odds are it isn't going to be exactly right then, and he might have further right. issues. And you have to, you can't budget. Sometimes I do think, you know, one thing about Shanahan and Lynch is sometimes they budget for optimistic side, not for the the harder side. Javon Kinlaw, you know, there's there's many different Dante Pettis, whatever we can go through them, um, where they're hoping more than they're really really going for the realistic view. And I I think on this one quarterback situation, they just yeah, lost right. the NFC Championship game largely because they did not have another quarterback ready to go or didn't have a third quarterback or however many quarterbacks mm-hmm. they needed for that game. They might have had five knocked out in that game. Who knows? Uh, right. I just think you can't bet on the upside this time. You have to like brace for nine months. I, I'm putting it right down the middle. Brace for nine months, and if it's less than that, you're happy. If it's more than that, okay. Well, we were, we we did err to the more cautious side, and it's even more cautious than that. So I'm thinking, you know, again, not knowing at this moment what they have to prepare for in their minds is he misses the first month or so. That's that's how I would yeah. do it if I was them. Yeah, I think. I think we are all in agreement. Well, you and I are. Yeah, that's, that's all that should matter. I mean, no. that's really all that should matter because we've got this figure. I mean, Kyle Madsen, I had figured out and then Tom Brady messed up, but that's okay. If Kyle Madsen agrees, then I'm, I'm going to have to leave that one. I, I'm not going with Kyle Madsen. No way. No chance. How dare. <laughs> well, it's, it, it doesn't matter now. It's a moot point <laughs> yeah. because our plan was. That was the one guy that well, was the one guy you could go one year. That's it. You 46 uh-huh. year old, you know, geezer. Win us a Super Bowl, and that's it. You want to play one year. You know, that's the one time they could have done that. That was the one that worked. And that Otherwise, might have been another reason why Kyle was a grumpy, because that happened the morning of their presser. The morning yes, it of. Sure did. So uh, uh, who knows what could have led to that. And Or maybe he just didn't have a good cup of coffee. Who knows? It's okay. I, I'm grumpy, I'm grumpy when I don't have a good cup of coffee. Game three days earlier after losing, yes. going down four quarterbacks. Yes. That I think, you know, I think that game, it's interesting. I think that game, and he admitted this, hit him harder than the others. And it, it felt from a player's, the player's perspective, I think it hit them very hard too, but different. It really, I think that one hit him harder. Well, not, I think he said it uh, than any of the other big losses. And I get that you have a plan. It's gotta be frustrating. You have a plan. You practice all week, you scheme it up, you do all the things. And then, you know, on the second play and there's the coulda, woulda, shoulda, and all of the things, but you know, it is what it is. But I think maybe that all led to the grumpiness, but you brought someone up a minute ago that I think is not, he's not a court. I don't think he's no, not a quarterback, no, no. but um, though maybe they should try him, but he's not a quarterback, but you brought up Javon Kinlaw and it will be interesting to see what happens with him. They have a lot of free agents, but let's talk about Javon Kinlaw. I, I always feel like he certainly has not panned out how they optimistically hope that he would have. I do think from a, fan perspective and this doesn't matter on decisions they're making in the building he is was it the unfortunately 
he was that DeForest Buckner yep. pick. Yep. And so he was never going to be good enough by the fans, you know, in the fans eyes. Cause and it was an unfair you know, position to put him in. But that being said, the product on the field has not been what they wanted it to be. Do they move on? Is it time? Yeah. I mean, I don't think they move on for sure. I think it, you know, it, the, the dead cap's a little tough right now, post June one, it's mm-hmm. very easy. So if, if it's going to be easier, why not just bring him into camp uh, and see where he is. And although, you know, there's a lot of optimism last season, right? Oh my God, he's lost all this weight. He's moving really well. And then what happens? And he bubbles up again and he only plays five games or whatever it was. Um, it's hurt them. It's hurt them to keep him on this roster. Mm-hmm. It's hurt them to plan for him. It's hurt them in a lot of different, they could have DJ Jones there. Like if you just think, what if yeah. DJ Jones was there and not get Ken law, if they could have, you know, if they didn't have Ken law's contract, they could have fit DJ Jones salary there and mm-hmm. a real nose tackle. Like they just haven't had a natural nose tackle, uh, starting level NFL nose tackle. They've kind of faked it here and there and they've had journeyman there and they, Jamal Ken really isn't that because they remember they drafted him basically to be the three technique to be DeForest Buckner. Yeah. And there's no chance he was going to be DeForest Buckner. And so they yeah. move Armstead essentially to the three. They haven't said it this way, but that's the way I've, I've read it. And mm-hmm. it looks to me and they move Kinlaw to nose tackle. And then he's not a good nose tackle. In fact, he's not as good as DJ Jones. He's certainly not as reliable as, as a, you want your starting nose tackle to be health wise. We know he got blown off the ball in the Eagles game. Uh, and it just come to a point where you can't just keep betting on a guy. You can't save a roster spot for a guy who isn't doing it for you. And I Much think like my Cody Bellinger, that's what happened Cody to him. With the yeah, except for Javon Kinlaw was never the MVP. So there is a slight difference there. That's not the point. Yeah. The Dodgers just had to give up on it. It broke my heart. Anyways, I'm sorry to bring wow. that up. Emotional. I'm always just getting very emotional. Um, it is very emotional. I, I, listen, it's not Javon Kinlaw's fault, isn't he? He's messed up. And they, and they knew it when they drafted him. So that's always a little iffy. And they might have stretched mm-hmm. it there. And it's always tough to trade a great player for a draft pick and say, this draft pick is how we're replacing him. It's right. I get it. I understood the whole reckoning of it. It was Eric Armstead plus Jimmy Ward is the money that we can spend, or it's Javon Kim, or it's uh, DeForest Buckner. I just thought that they might have gotten too smart for themselves on that because we know what DeForest Buckner meant in that locker room. We know his reliability. I compared him not as talent-wise, but when I cover the Eagles, Reggie White, you just marked him down. He was going to play every game, and he was going mm-hmm. to be good in every single game. There wasn't going to be mm-hmm. off plays. Or wasn't, he's going to play most of the snaps. He's going to be somebody defense has to – I mean, the offense has to circle every single game. And they're just he's going to be at every practice. He's going to be at every meeting. And Buckner was the first defense alignment I've covered since then where of that mm-hmm. quality – or you could just write him. Now he's had a couple injury issues in Indianapolis since he's left, but not, you know, he, for, for Buckner, it's like missing one game is a big deal. Right. They drafted Kinlaw, who there was an issue when he was in college and you're just jamming him into the DeForest Buckner role, which maybe he wasn't talented enough to do anyway. And there might be a, you know, there might be a drive, you know, like, does he have the inner drive to do this? It's not everyone does. It's just, I, I just thought they underestimated and they and they're the you know they're the guys who love locker room chemistry. I'm not saying they just blithely like oh who cares. It's like they might have outthought themselves on that one. But also they want to keep Armstead and Jimmy Ward, and they had the Jimmy Garoppolo contract. If they had known 
Now, we can't go back. Who knows? It's like seven different turns since then that they would not have Jimmy Garoppolo's contract going into 2023 or even a lesser Jimmy Garoppolo contract in 2022, frankly, 10 million less. Mm -hmm. Um, And it turned out way less than that because he didn't get hit all his incentives. Uh, Mm -hmm. Maybe they keep DeForest Buckner. Maybe this whole thing rattles a different way. You can't go back in time. You can't base decisions now or judgments now on things you didn't know when you made the first one. You have to base it on what you know now. Uh, but the Buckner thing, that that's the one where I think they w- kind of went back on their own philosophy. They kind of mm-hmm. like kind of kind of cheated a little on the margins where they knew better, maybe. And, uh, you know, listen, we can all second guess a lot of things. But when the guy you draft to replace the Forrest Buckner only plays 10 games in two seasons and wasn't great in this rookie season when he didn't miss that many games, um, you, you can't just think of him as the guy that we have to keep to prove that we were right. That I think that is what it comes down to, you know, some costs or some costs. Like you, you got to make, make your decisions based on what's best for right now, not on the decision you thought was right two years, three years ago. And if they can get a better defensive tackle, they can get two of them. Uh, I think you get to camp, you see where he is. And I'd put him as a very strong candidate to be released, you know, maybe end of camp, middle of camp. Uh, or if he's just not doing it, you give him a chance. You get rid of him in the first few days of camp, and you move on. You give him a chance to hook on somewhere else. I just think that time, you know, it's just it's getting to the Jalen Hurds, you know, kind of you know yep. feeling with him where it's just not going to work out. And yeah, in, until unless he proves incredibly otherwise, and that kind of was this season, Trace. It wasn't next that season. Was, that was, and it's not going to cost him a ton to do it in camp. It's going to toss him if they want to do it right now. That money accelerates, and maybe you, you don't want to spend that much on a player you cut. But you bring him into camp, see where he is, and you you know go get someone else, go get two other people, uh, and you know and, and you move forward instead of kind of lingering in the past. And I think Kinlaw probably is another case, and a lot of teams do this. They were great last season. It's amazing they were number one defense, and they had some issues, right? They had some personnel yeah. issues. Shows you how great their other players are, how great a coordinator Domingo Ryans was, and Chris Kosarek on the defensive line. I think they can do better, and I think they can specifically do better defensive tackle. So you brought up another name in that conversation. You're doing a great job no, of just taking me everywhere I want to go. You, you didn't get the mediocre great. one. You got you got the good one. That's good. 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 Yeah, the mediocre one would never be this good. Jimmy Ward feels to me like he's gone, but. What do you think? Yeah, I think they, they made the decision that he would probably be leaving themselves by keeping him at yeah. slot corner. I really do. Like, if, if they were intent on keeping Jimmy Ward, who is one of Kyle Shanahan's favorite players, or has been, maybe yeah. not now, but has maybe. been, they would have moved him to safety. Deshaun Gibson is not so great. Now, he had five interceptions. Most of those, I call them fair catches, right? They were thrown right to him, but he got yeah. them. Like, we saw one, a safety who did not do that in an NFC Championship sure game. So there's not a tiny value in a safety who can catch no. fair catches, interceptions. But if, if you are an intent on having Jimmy Ward to be happy and be set in a position where you can pay him, you, you would have moved him right back to free safety this season. You absolutely yeah. would have done that. And they did not. And judging by... Jimmy Ward's whatever, you know, posts, which I believe kind of were edgy about it, right? I mean, oh. this is not this is not lovey-dovey there. It's football. They're grown men. It's a business. I just think they decided that that's not 
the player that we're going to spend $8 million, $10 million, $12 million a year at safety. We're going to keep him a slot corner this season. He's going to go sign it for some $10 million elsewhere, and we're just going to find another slot corner, and we're going to go with the safeties we got, or we're going to draft somebody that we can just move in. Or, you know, they signed Deshaun Gibson, what, two weeks before the start of the regular season? It, sure like, it was not like, oh, my God, we, we can't get another safety. We're dead if we don't do They go, oh, yeah, we get Deshaun Gibson. He is the starting safety. Boom. Done. Yeah. That is it. And I just, you look back on it, that is not how you decide to do it if you are really intent on keeping Jimmy Ward. If you're really intent on paying, you know, what, top five safety money, they're mm-hmm. not. That's, it just feels like they made the decision. It feels like Jimmy Ward knows they made that decision. Credit to yeah. him for playing really well, for being a really good slot corner, but he let, he let people know, too, that he was not thrilled. He cut, oh, no, he was pretty, yeah. it was it was pretty clear. Yeah, and, I mean, know, he was, he's, he's a pro. Pretty clear he's, a, about he's a pro, and yeah. he's been with the four nights. I don't criticize his being clear about it, yeah. but he was. No, clear I'm about fine it. with it too. You play well, you don't sulk about it, and you you do what you can, and then you move on to somewhere else. And I think that's what's going to happen. You probably someone's going to sign him to be a safety for, yeah. you know, twenty seven million dollars guarantee, whatever the number is going to be, and then he can show how how four nights screwed up or whatever. I just think that decision has already been made and he's one of their better players. He's one of their more kind of, you know, locker room respected guys, no question, Mm -hmm. but you can't keep all those guys. And if they made the decision that they can go with cheaper people at safety and they can find another slot corner, then you understand again, it's a mini version of Buckner, right? I mean, a key, key veteran for the locker room, but I, I think, Slot corner free safety is a lot lesser, you know, risky position to do it at than three technique defensive tackle. I'll put it that way. Uh, and and maybe at the best one, this is a little bit different. I just think the decision has been made already. And I think all sides yeah. know it. I agree with that. And that's going to take me to something else. But I first just want to say something um, in this conversation that I sometimes think is important to, to point out in that sometimes Twitter, which I realize is not a real place. <laughs> And fans can get in this, oh, he just cares about the money, blah, blah, blah. This is their job, and it's a business. And the 49ers are treating it as a business, and the players got to treat it as a business. And if Jimmy Ward can go somewhere and get $27 million guaranteed and play the position he wants, he should absolutely do that. And I just, I always hate that narrative because everybody in your in our jobs, in your jobs, anybody listening, you're always going to try to do the best for yourself, and that doesn't change in the world. Of Without a question, he's not. There's my yeah, soapbox. Yeah, it's like <laughs> let's see the fans take less to to stay at their job than somebody else. Let's see the fans exactly. see someone else that you think you're better than make more and be happy about it. No, you you would not be happy. Uh, competitive people, you want them to be competitive. You want them to be edgy. You want them to think they're better than everybody else. Or else, what the hell are they doing out there on the field? Some people exactly. enunciated in different ways. Jimmy Ward's given everything. I mean, what's it? Eight years with the Four Niners? I, I, you know, I think, nine. I think nine. Yeah. I think this would have been ten. Yeah. Sure, would be ten. He and Armstead were the longest tenured. I think. Yeah. And it's just this is this is a great long run. Like, he has given everything he yeah. could. He has been a solid player. And, 2021, yeah, and, twenty-two. Yeah, this would have twenty-three. If he were to come back, it'd be his ten. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, I whatever with fans, you feel what you feel, but. uh the player has to maximize what they think their value is in the position they think they're best at. Uh, and this is why you sign contracts and this is why teams pay what they pay or decide what they decide. So yeah, I, I have little, little, little tolerance for anybody who thinks like that because you have to look out for yourself as best you can. And then, then play as hard. And that's the other thing. If you want Jimmy Ward, anyone say Jimmy Ward didn't play hard this season. 
crazy. Yeah, he was whacking people. Uh, in the playoffs, man, he was hitting. He also played with a cast on. Like, yeah, it's just it's just silly. So you know, whatever we can we, we can go on and on about that one. But I, I never mind players telling the truth, or coaches, or owners, yeah. or GMs, or journalists. Uh, and as long as they can say things that sometimes don't sound great if they're playing hard and they're good for the locker room. And I don't think anybody can question Jimmy Ward on either one of those things. Agreed. So that brings me to my last topic for today, because we have a whole off season to talk about so many different things. But since we did mention Jimmy Ward at slot corner, uh, you have who I think was their biggest injury loss of the season, taking quarterback out of it. Okay. Aside from quarterbacks and then losing other quarterbacks. Uh, when they lost to Manuel Mosley at corner in, in week five was probably their biggest injury loss of the season just because he was out for the whole season. I know people will say, well, Eric Armstead was hurt for a while. Totally. I'm just going, you know, looking at the whole season. So he is a, he's a free agent. Uh, I would imagine the 49ers bring him back maybe on a one-year deal. Unfortunately for Manuel Mosley, he's another one that gets hurt a lot and has been injured a lot in his career. He was playing probably the best football of his career when he got hurt. So that was that's always hard to see. And then perhaps they move Diamador Lenore in there in the slot. But, but what do you think happens to Manuel Mosley? Do you think this becomes like a two-year, $10 million deal? Is this a one-year prove-it deal? What, what do you think happens there? Yeah, I, I don't want to set this up in a negative way, just saying it's gonna, it reminds me of the situation, maybe a Jason Verrett situation. Not, and we know what happened to him yeah. when they brought him back. And it could happen to any cornerback. Uh, it's just a, it's a position where guys get hurt. It's a position mm-hmm. where you got to make fast cuts. So any knee injury is really problematic and you never know uh, when it's the last injury, but they have, they have a pattern here. The players they like they, and who get hurt, they bring back on a one year. I don't, you know, two years, if it, if it's kind of a fake second year, uh, you know, mm-hmm. where they can kind of move money around, but I certainly wouldn't guarantee you know, from them in the business, strict business side. That's why we get with the Jimmy yeah. Ward stuff. Like the teams get, right. get pretty cutthroat too, right? The teams are looking well, at themselves. Like, yeah. the They're not handing out money. They're like, yeah, here, yeah, here's some money now. Um, so I could see a one year make do a little bit of, you know, a little bit guarantee just to, just to honor what he's gone through that they like him. But, you know, cornerback on a knee injury trace is you just never know. I mean, you know, it just that you, there's so much pressure put on that knee. There's so many great mm-hmm. receivers. There's so many moves you have to make. And before Niners require their cornerbacks to come up and hit too. And Mosley was great at that. I just can't imagine they're going to write him in as a starter. I can't even imagine they would write him in as a as the slot. You know, third or fourth corner. I think he'd be the depth guy. Wherever Ambry Thomas is, he wherever that wherever that is now. I'm not even sure where Ambry Thomas is on oh, the depth chart. Uh, I'm not sure. I would not be the least bit surprised if Ambry Thomas is not on this. Yeah, team. I mean, again, they don't have nothing. They they have nothing to bent gain by cutting him now. But bring him to camp. No, yeah, now, bring him into, I, yeah, bring him to camp and see where it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I could see it being he, they he either makes it through camp, he gets cut early in camp after you want. But I I would say no. There's nothing to gain by cutting him now. But that. That seemed to sour real quick. Yep. Now, I will say, we felt that way maybe about Diamondor Lenore last yep. year, and he came in and made quite a jump. That being said, I just... You know, new, know. new defensive it. coordinator, you know, and Steve Wilkes yeah. is a DB's guy, so he might come with a different yeah. feel with it. You do have to put that in into account. And, you know, maybe he's a guy who just loves Emmanuel Mosley. I mean, we'll see. Or maybe yeah. he hates Emmanuel Mosley. We don't know. I do think <laughs> the, the DB's... That took a turn so fast. Yeah, the, the, the DB's <laughs> will... 
that, that I'm going to look at the DBs this season just because it's a it's a, a defensive coordinator who's new, right? I mean, he runs a four three. I think they're going to try to do a lot of the things, but he is a specialist on DBs. Haven't they haven't had that in a while? Uh, no, Fangio not. was mostly linebackers, little DBs, mm-hmm. but that was a while ago. Uh, D'Amico, obviously linebacker. Solo, I'm not quite. I guess he did some DBs. I'm not sure, but I think Wilkes. I guess their last real big time DBs guy was Trent Baalke. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll be curious, but I think they're going to keep Lenore as one of the starters, at least on paper. Obviously, Javaris Ward is the other one. And then the slot that they're going to look at and kind of run people through the slot. Sammy Womack, I think, would be the lead candidate. There would be some others. But, you know, then you don't know if Womack plays great and you're not sure about Lenore, they can flip that, right? You, you could right. you could do all sorts of things. You want to build up depth there. And Mosley kind of being like what Varys was at the end. was like, you know, if he works, it's great. If it doesn't, okay. And... Uh, you know, I, I, Mosley's hasn't been hurt as much as Verrett had been, but cornerback's tough. Trace, and what's he's he's gonna he's getting towards his thirties, right? He's like twenty seven, twenty eight, and then not yeah. Uh, he uh, he is currently twenty six. Okay. he'll be twenty seven okay. this year. When the season starts, he'll be twenty six. How the hell do you know that off the top of your head, Tracy? Jesus. Because this is I am Oof. a bee reporter. Oof. This is my job. These are things that I know. Also, let me tell you why I really know it because yeah. I remember so, last some see Twitter's not entirely yeah. useless. Someone last year was like fi- somebody made some comment like, "Oh, they signed Charvarius Ward. Finally they get a great young or no like I don't know, veteran corner something and someone was like he's actually like Mosley's actually a month older than Charvarius <laughs> Ward. I don't remember, but I remember the ages yeah. were in there. Okay. Uh, so actually I believe they will both be 27 years old to start the yeah, yeah. Well, I'll go. take Traverse Ward over <laughs> in that one. Uh, I would, yeah, yeah. Traverse Ward is that was a really good. Yeah, pickup. that was a really good pickup. <laughs> and then they might sign another cornerback again. I mean, I think they yeah. they only have eight million against the cap right now, but you can save a lot of that. You, you know, they might not do the Boza deal till the end. You know, right by camp. But if you do it earlier than that, you knock down that seventeen because you spread the money yeah. over long term instead of one year. And you can knock them down to like six, seven, and there's 11 million, 10 million right there. Uh, yeah. And, you know, there there might be a few other spots where they can do that. If they move off of Kinlaw, you know, again, there's a dead cap now, but you move into training camp, then there's going to be money. You can say, I think that's like five, six million. Like there's ways that they can take advantage yeah. of if they're not paying the quarterback $30 million. And I don't think they're going to, you know, whoever they bring in, unless it's Tom, is not they're not bringing in a thirty million dollar quarterback, so you're saving not much there. Trade. I mean, you say you bring in I mean, a you know, ten million dollar quarterback, right? The, the veteran you're paying ten, and I don't think Brissett would take ten. Dalton might. Let's just say ten. As ten yeah. plus Trey's like five, and Brock Purdy's like twenty two cents. Like you know, yeah. you're you're, you're <laughs> they're you're, really lucky at that right now. They got this two is when quarter, it's quarterbacks on rookie contract. And right the now. whole plan was it was going to be Trey, and they were going to save a lot of money. And now it's going to Trey and Purdy. Like oh my god, like this is uh, this is a huge huge deal. I will say one thought that come in, came into mind. I'll just throw it out here that I was thought to put in my column, and I kind of forgot was if they if they do bring in a solid veteran. Like I'm saying like Brissett or higher like even. Bridgewater, yeah. I mean, like a guy that you like, you, you might say like, you can be a starter, not like a guy you're the right. Matt Ryan. They would not, I don't think they would say yeah. that. I don't think it's been Matt Ryan, but whatever. If it's that level, maybe, you know, you might want, and if Purdy is looking like he's going to be okay, 
at some point this season, that's when you might think about trading Trey. I don't think they're going to, but then you start getting a lot of guys who are going to be expecting to start games. And that's when the pressure builds up a little bit. I think, I don't think they gain a lot and they don't gain on the cap if they trade Trey right now, but if they could get a second and a third or maybe even a first, I think you think about that. If you have another quarterback ready to go, you have to have another quarterback like and, and, and certainly above the Sudfeld level. You know, we're, we're talking someone they think they can go five and two with if they're waiting right. for Purdy. And yeah. if Purdy never yeah. comes, maybe you get to the playoff. And again, that's a Jimmy Garoppolo. That's the Garoppolo right there. And it right. will not yep. be Jimmy Garoppolo. But if they get somebody like that, then that's the only time I think about maybe let's see what they could get for Lance. I just don't think it's going to get to that point. I don't think it's going to get to that point either. They like Lance. Unless they like Trey. They're going to give him three fives because they do so well in the fifth round. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Jay, was Jay, Jay Hayner? Jay Kaner? I can't even remember his name. This Fresno State guy. I mean, I've always liked him. Take him. I'd take him anyway. You, you, yeah. you always need quarterbacks. And you know what? If you, if you keep four on the roster and it screws you up at, reserve linebacker i might just do it this year i might just do it yeah because quarterbacks are kind of important as it turns out they really are and i think that was very much proven (laughs) in the nfc championship game tim kawakami the great tim kawakami It was a pleasure, as always. Please tell everybody where they can find you on social media and beyond. Well, you know, on Twitter, Tim, yeah, yeah, Tim, yeah, Tim Kyle Gomez, Twitter, and then there's the athletic columns, and there's the TK Show podcast. Uh, subscribe to it. It's it's oh, it's adequate. It's not terrible. It's uh, no, it's great. Yeah, Just it, like can't, you. it can't be okay. And so I would encourage people to on all your Twitter platform, no, not Twitter platforms, on all your podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, or even at the Athletic. TK Show. That's what I'm pushing now. Let's just go hard with TK Show podcasts. All right. TK Show forever. And with that in mind, if you guys like what you heard, and I know you did, please make sure to leave us a five-star review. Tell your friends. Share the episode on Twitter in your Instagram stories. You can follow us at Fangirl Sports Network on Instagram. We are brought to you by Fivo. We are brought to you by Bet Online. And with that, I'll talk to everybody next week from the Combine. Bye, all. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.